0: Hey,
1: this is Phil. April tenth, twenty twenty two. Today we're going to have Ryan and JP back on. I'm going to discuss some conspiracy theories. Welcome, Ryan and JP. How y'all doing?
0: Good, doing good, man. How about
1: you? That's good. Okay, we're going to let JP tell them what podcast this
0: is. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if you can hear us, but we can't hear you at all.
1: Can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, I was going to say, tell JP, tell the audience what podcast this is.
0: you rude dog. Rude dog. Roo,
1: roo, roo. <laughs> All right, very good. All right, who wants to start tonight?
0: You need a theme song, by the way.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll have to create one.
0: Well, Maybe... I got a one for
1: you. You got one for me?
0: Yeah, it's uh it's an old ska song uh by a band i want to say it was by the band uh, the toasters and it's yeah. called it's called a message to you Rudy
1: uh, there you go uh probably get in trouble some kind of uh uh you got 30, you know, seconds.
0: You got 30 seconds so you can use uh,
1: i believe it's only five it just depends oh okay oh well yeah we'll figure that out later and stuff so you know, what what's on your mind today
0: NASA's full of shit.
1: Yeah. NASA. Yeah,
0: yeah, NASA, full of shit.
1: Oh, really? What happened?
0: No, just in general.
1: <laughs> just the whole, the whole NASA program. Yep. Huh?
0: The whole, the, the start of it, the, 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 essence of it in general, and 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 uh, basically, space travel in general is all, it's all lies.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I know. Yeah. They tell the truth about. They, uh, uh, somewhere on their site
0: it says uh, that it's a flat plane oh yeah that's uh, the, the uh, definition of a uh, linear aircraft um, by NASA is, is described as a uh, aircraft of constant mass moving over a flat non-rotating earth hmm yeah it's, you can look it up and actually see it at nasa.gov and yeah. that's how it finds a, the, a linear aircraft which is kind of strange
1: yeah Huh. i know there was some things back uh when the guys first landed on the moon and stuff you know a lot of people thought <laughs> that, that was staged and everything yeah you of know, course there i don't it, know, you know it, it
0: just it it just seemed like it was a it was a um it was a play like it seemed like it was a, a scene from a movie or something like that the president calls makes a makes a phone call to the guys on the moon like come on man
1: <laughs> you don't think that could happen
0: oh, hell no man i i can't go to the i can't go to the damn uh the the boonies and and get uh a signal from my phone in 2022 come on like yeah we're talking it's,
1: about 1960
0: what was it 1969
1: yeah i think it was 69
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's like the computing power that was available even at the top, you know, was was as not as much as you have on a Texas Instruments calculator, bro. Yeah. You know. And
1: uh, let's see what did what did they have? First video game I ever played was, uh, um, it was a ping pong game on the TV. Yeah.
0: What ColecoVision?
1: I I don't know, dude. What it was? All I know is guitar. Was well,
0: it? Atari's the people know the uh, the Atari as being one of the first uh, video game consoles, but there was the prior to Atari, Atari, there was the ColecoVision.
1: All I know is it had, you know, you you just slid the little line up and down and knocked the little ball back and forth.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I played it when I was a kid too.
1: Yeah, but uh, oh, I don't know what's going on besides the NASA.
0: Oh, no, no, nothing. We, we're yeah. pretty much going to stick with with that one, I guess. NASA, uh,
2: they they employ more artists
1: than anything.
0: Yeah, more artists than scientists. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: Yep. And that's yep. to what uh, to make pretty pictures, or what?
0: Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So
2: they can paint the Earth that's uh, allegedly only
0: had the a picture taken of it one time. No, they've they've got two different pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's the blue marble. And then there's a Blue Marble 2.0. Those are the only two pictures of the Earth supposedly taken from space of the entire Earth. In black and white? No, no, they're in color. They were in color? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, but the uh, uh, the the picture of the Earth um, that's um, known as the Blue Marble 2.0, the guy who, who basically created it because it had to be created, um, you can't just... They, they tell you you can't just take a picture of the Earth. They had to take... Pictures of bands of information, and then had to piece them together to make the picture. And it's just like, okay, w- w- why, you know? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, if you're uh, that if you're that far up, uh, you know. I mean, we can see the moon from the Earth pretty good. Yep. No, I know it's not quite as big as the Earth, but still.
0: Yeah, there was a um, there was a um, a piece of uh, footage from NASA that had been uh, brought up. Um, it was slated and dated uh, for the time that they were headed to the moon, allegedly. And they were halfway between the moon and Earth and decided to take this little um, broadcast that never went live, I guess, but that, that footage was basically stored at NASA for a long time. And uh, I want to say somebody was doing a documentary and it ended up receiving that footage and put it in his documentary. Basically, it was them inside the capsule halfway from the uh, uh halfway to the moon from Earth, and they started showing the uh, out the window the picture of Earth from afar and uh in that footage you can kind of you can hear them uh saying about how they're going to you know move across the cabin and turn the camera towards the window so that <laughs> all you see is the is the, the light coming through that window um. And, and basically, they're, they're, they're like, you know, talking about how, you know, they use something to make a Terminator line, you know, uh, basically holding up a, uh, a piece of paper in between the camera and the, the window to make it look like there was a Term- Terminator uh, line from the sun. Um, yeah, bubbles during spacewalks. Oh, that's a whole other subject. We'll, we'll get to that <laughs> in a second. But yeah, anyways, basically, they were taking a picture through this round window. It okay. wasn't the entire Earth. It wasn't the entire Earth is what they were seeing. It was through a round window. Um, almost. It seemed like they were almost trying to give it the impression of it was, hey, look at that round ball there. But it was just looking through a round window. Yeah, yeah like a window
2: on an airplane. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But they, every, but,
0: everybody knows the Earth is flat, right? I mean, of course, man. <laughs> I mean, everybody should know. They knew. They knew that thousands of years ago. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe it's flat no uh, i
2: also don't believe it's a sphere i believe it's uh, m- uh more five-dimensional
1: or even higher than that
2: huh.
1: um, shapes that we can't perceive i don't, I don't know. know when you know when i'm up flying my drone and my goPro it now it, it takes pictures like everything's round
0: yeah because it a fisheye lens on it
1: yeah yeah basically yeah,
0: the bro, the goPro um corrector yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't look bad until
1: I get pretty high. Yeah, you know, like if if I accidentally go past my four hundred foot mark up to about a thousand feet. Yeah, yeah, um, of you of can it's, really it's, see it.
0: There's for doing that if you know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I, your <laughs> uncle. Your uncle. He's he's been up there about 23,
2: 2,400 feet. Yeah, um, that, that had to have been an accident. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it> was,
1: <laughs> you know there radio malfunction but
0: yeah yeah because yeah. you totally can't opt out of those kind of you know you know, <laughs> guidance or rules i guess Yeah. You know? there's a lot of
1: them flying you got to be careful man i you know i've been flying drones for probably six years now
0: yeah i saw um, a video of one almost getting hit by a plane yeah yeah
1: yeah that well those yeah you got to watch that so so much for the drone deal and but uh yeah the gopro gives you that fish eye
0: yeah, the fisheye is basically, so, like, if you're tilted upwards of the horizon, it will look like a curve, uh, excuse me, a convex shape, and then yeah. if you pop down below the horizon, it will be concaved.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look, it doesn't look too bad when you're, you know, I've done a lot of videos of uh, rivers mm-hmm. and, and waterfalls and stuff like that, and it looks pretty good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
0: Um. The higher you get, the worse it gets. uh And then also, like I said, if you're if you're right on the horizon, it's it's flat. But if you tip back, uh looking upwards, it'll it'll concave it. And then if you tip down, it'll concave it. And you can see that
2: some some videos of like uh um people making rockets and shooting them off.
0: Yeah. There's also a lot of uh uh, civilian weather balloons that people have sent up. Yeah. Up pretty high. I think the highest one was 173,000 feet in the air.
1: Yeah, that's right at the the stratosphere, isn't
0: it? That's definitely stratosphere um, um, area, right? I'd say. Um, And like the the 173,000 was that was pretty crazy, man. Before the you know the balloon eventually bursts and it comes flying back down. But yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, because the pressure but
0: um hell uh, so, it could be the temperature too because you know when you start getting higher and higher um be especially being in the uh, light of the sun uh you start losing i guess uh you know from what they say you start losing the protection of the uh of the earth's atmosphere from the sun and it starts getting extreme heat up there as well yeah you
1: that
0: could have done so that I... earth's atmosphere it's supposed to be into the thousands of degrees if you're in the uh in the light of the sun and then if you're in the shadow from the sun then uh thousands of, de- of degrees below 0 uh, yeah. it's just fact that we tested
2: yeah. um the moon if you're in the shade of the moon it is warmer really the light of the moon
0: yep it's kind of the opposite of the sun and so if you're in the sun it'll be you know hotter and then you get in the shade as you know you go ease up against that oak tree over there you know then uh, it's, it drops the temperature. Well, it actually, in, a, in the full moonlight, it does exact opposite. Yeah. If you're in the shade, it's warmer, and then it's colder if you're in the direct moonlight, which is kind of weird. It makes it just, you know, almost like that yin and yang, that complete opposite. Yeah, because... we, we heard
2: that fact, uh, and then so we, we tested yeah, it. Yeah, we
0: actually tested it with a, a, a laser uh, thermometer. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. okay. Took it
0: a little complaint plate, because, you know, aluminum only holds on to the temperature, you know, it's it's a good conductor or
1: Uh, a transfer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So basically we, uh, we tried it um, uh, in the, in the light of the sun, uh, excuse me, in in the light of the moon and then took it out of the light of the moon and waited 10 minutes before we tested it again and and tested the temperature out uh, outside the light of the moon and then did it in the light of the moon, you know, 10 minutes in between tested it again. And every time it was, colder about, if it was in the light of the moon. About five, degrees, different. Yep, oh, five okay. degrees. Yeah, it was something you could do yourself just if you ever get curious, you know. Yeah. Uh, do, make it in the full moon, you know, and, and you know, of course uh, where, where it's bright in the sky and you ain't got cloud coverage. Um, yeah. But that's crazy because it makes it the exact opposite of the sun. It's the sun's opposite because the sun has golden warm um, um, antiseptic light where the moon has silver cold oh, yeah. putrefying light because yeah. you know funguses and molds grow <laughs> in the moonlight better huh yeah and so, so what
1: um wh- what's uh nasa
0: up to lately what are they they I, build a- yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know because uh you know spacex is totally taking the forefront on that and you know they're they're uh they're making uh making headway with their hoaxes <laughs> yeah. like uh elon musk uh, um this was a little while ago so you know um, you know uh, yeah i uh, just want to make sure that uh, i point out that i know that this is a little while ago but they took the falcon heavy rocket and sent it up with uh they needed to show that they could carry a, a heavy payload um and where nasa would normally use like something like concrete blocks as a payload you know elon musk wanted to you know kind of fancy it up a little bit and and make it a cool little uh experiment so they used the tesla roadster um to to, as a payload to send up so they took the uh, the tesla roadster mounted it inside the falcon heavy rocket sent the rocket up and when it was uh at a certain i can't remember exactly how high it was at the time but um when it was at a good distance from the earth they opened up the bay doors and they had a camera inside to take pictures of the tesla with the effigy of a, an astronaut sitting behind the wheel on the, in the driver's seat and a bobblehead. So, yeah. Yeah. So he's got his, he's got his uh, arm propped up on the, on the um, the edge of the window. He's got his, you know, right hand up on the steering wheel, like he's cruising. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's got a bobblehead astronaut in, the, uh, on, the in on the dashboard and, uh, and he's got the the earth in the background um, while he's sitting there cruising through space. And it was a pretty interesting, you know, Kind of cool little, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's photo opportunity, you know. Yeah, well, it's interesting
2: that the the uh, roadster is actually built out of materials that the sun won't vaporize.
0: Yep, exactly. Now, hmm. the, and that's exactly what, what uh, the point was is that um, now just like I had just went through, like if you're in this in the sunlight outside of the Earth's atmosphere, man, you're getting some thousands of degrees, man. And the Tesla Roadster, Elon Musk, during a, a um, um little briefing that he was doing was talking about, you know, this is just a normal car. It's just a normal car. We didn't know if it was, you know, the materials would be okay in space or la, la, la. And, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Well, it just so happens to be a fact that NASA said, if you're outside of the earth's atmosphere and you're in the sunlight, you're receiving thousands of degrees of heat. And it's kind of funny that that Tesla sir has rubber wheels, Mm -hmm. vinyl dashboard, aluminum wheels, (laughs) <laughs> yeah or yeah, excuse me, rubber the tires, tires yeah. aluminum wheels, vinyl dashboard, glass windshield. Yeah. Um how are these materials able to handle that kind of heat? this the pretty glass, much hey, how do how do you take a Tesla
1: that'll only go four hundred miles and shoot it up into space? <laughs> that's it's <laughs> the only way, you know. I mean all these build it studio and you make it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah hey, because you get a, Get home, and forget get to forget to plug your damn car in, man. You ain't going nowhere in the morning, you know.
0: Exactly. Look up the Van Allen belts. Um, see that. Also, not to mention the fact of the temperature of you know just being in or out of the sunlight outside of the Earth's atmosphere. You also have what's called the Van Allen belts, which are yeah. belts of radiation that are surrounding the Earth, um, and so. I want to say that they lie uh, about halfway in between the moon and the Earth. Uh, can you check that real quick? Um, basically, the belts are. Does it say we're? Uh, oh,
2: uh, it's a zone of inter- char- ener- energetic. Uh, energetic charged particles, most of which originate from the solar wind that are captured by and held around a planet by that planet's magnetosphere. Earth has two such belts, and sometimes others may be temporarily created huh. of course so, it was named after James van Allen
0: the earth's two main belts extend from altitude about six hundred six hundred and forty to fifty eight thousand kilometers. What is a kilometer uh four
2: hundred to thirty six thousand miles. Miles yeah above the earth's surface yeah. and
0: the the moon is supposed to be uh what is it thirty? Uh, I don't know. I think the uh the moon is supposed to, can you look that up real quick?
1: The, it's way it, the hell out there.
0: Yeah. Um I think it was I wanna say it's uh thirty-six thousand miles or something like that, from what they say. Three
2: hundred. Oh three hundred and eighty four.
0: It's two hundred and thirty eight thousand eight hundred and fifty five miles. Okay, two hundred and thirty eight thousand eight hundred and fifty five miles. And that's yeah. probably at its farthest distance. That's pretty exactly. good.
1: They didn't put down NASA program there
0: for a while, didn't they? They definitely slowed it down. Yeah. But um, um, either way, they've been stealing money from us since their inception. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You know, if they want to sit and make, uh, uh, you know, cool cartoons and shit like that and show us, you know, interesting little, uh, you know, eye-pleasing pictures, that's fine. But they're using taxpayers' dollars to do so. You know, and while in the meantime, you know, in the meantime, also telling us that they're, they're, they're doing this space exploration. And this is come, kind of coming to the point that I was wanting to bring up with this whole thing is that I don't believe that we've. ever. First of all, I don't believe that space is what they say it is. And I right. definitely know that no man has ever been outside of, of the Earth's atmosphere, if you will.
2: Basically, they're just trying to figure out how they can break through the firmament.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, and let me explain the firmament. Um in the Bible, for instance, it says that uh God um created the heavens and the earth, and he uh said, Let the waters above the earth um or separated waters from the waters, the waters above be called the heavens and the waters below be called the earth. Right. So uh the, the waters above were known as the firmament. Um basically a, a, almost a in, in a, a sense, yeah, you know, a barrier of some sort, you know. And we're not able to go past that barrier. And when the United States figured out that we weren't able to get anything higher than this, you know, barrier that probably varies not you know, nobody knows exactly what the altitude is. But it was funny because we there's an operation that the uh, U.S. military was performing and it was called Operation Fishbowl, which is an interesting name for that. And basically the U.S. and the USSR were shooting up nuclear warheads as far as they could go and detonating them. Um, on impact. On, well, yeah, on impact, yeah, basically, but they were being detonated uh, as, as high as they could go. And it really seemed like they were trying to break through something almost, you know, which is just very yeah. interesting. Because at that time, dude, you know, this is, uh, like I said, the USSR.
2: Like a mushroom cloud, for instance. <laughs> well, it's just the, uh, the, the, how look much at a mushroom cloud, costed,
0: though, is my point.
2: Like, it, well, from the explosion on the ground, you know, something people are more familiar with, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, You see the mushroom cloud or or a volcano eruption, Mm -hmm. you know, it it mushrooms at the top and there's a perfect, you know, dome shape of the top of the mushroom Mm -hmm. that, you know, it it looks as though it's hitting something and being forced, being guided that in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, uh, but yeah. So if, if, you know, the U S and the USSR are shooting up these missiles with warheads on them at this time, like, wow, they were so expensive, you know, it's like, why were, Why are we doing that, why, what's, what's the point of it, and what I can tell you is, is, is something that you, you know, won't be able to find, you know, a definitive answer, is what I'm going to tell you is that they were trying to break through something, they realized they can't get up past a certain uh, uh, altitude, and they were like, why, why can't we get up past this altitude, and so they were trying to break through, but uh, God say no, <laughs> yeah, God say,
1: Nope, you're not going nowhere today.
0: Yeah, and and so um, that all, since we're you know on that already, also the the highest rocket to ever go up at the time during uh you know uh, it was during um uh, the Nazi German uh, regime, um during World War II. The, yeah, during World War II, of course. Yeah. Uh, the highest rocket to ever go up at the time was, I think, the V two, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I guess JP can. Fact check that for me real quick, but as a V2 rocket, it was Warner von Braun. Does that name sound familiar to you? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh he was the, the guy who started NASA, yeah. Okay, now Warner von Braun was a Nazi, yeah, yeah. Um, he was brought from Germany to uh, uh America, um, in an operation that you can also look up and it you know, you can fact check this on me is the uh, Operation uh, uh, Paperclip. Operation Paperclip was basically where they took a bunch of um, Nazi scientists and uh, between Russia and us, we, I think we split them down the middle, like uh, I want to say it might be 3,500 went here or, or, or maybe it was 3,500 total and they, we split that basically with Russia. They, we basically cleared them of their war crimes, brought them to America and housed them up and said, hey, here, here start our rocket program. Uh, we're gonna call it NASA, basically. So, yeah, the, our our space program was not, started by Nazis.
1: Not a space agency.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But totally not a, a government agency, you know.
1: Well, you but, know, yeah. the Germans are pretty sharp, man. When, especially when it comes to engineering and stuff, you know.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I
1: yeah.
0: mean, dogs—they make the best dogs. You already know that.
1: Yeah, which <laughs> the dogs? You mean the Rottweiler?
0: Oh, I mean, German dogs are the best, man. All German dogs are cool, are the coolest dogs.
1: Oh yeah, they're good. You know,
0: I mean, I'm a fan of German Shepherds myself. You
1: know, they build some, they build some damn good cars too.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just, you know, joking around because I know you have, you have a Roddy, you have a, a Schnauzer, um, Dachshund. Yeah. All German dogs, man.
1: Yeah, and, and I got a lot.
0: German. <laughs> German makes best, Germany makes the best dogs. Yeah yeah um beyond that uh yeah so uh you know it's kind of funny you know during you know like i said uh, operation paperclip why why are we bringing over nazi war criminals to the united states and setting them up i mean i get what you know what their point was you know we we knew that they were better at this shit than us and we we needed to we needed to up our game so i get it and all that but that just seems like it's a bad idea you know what i'm saying yeah, really I mean, bad. I was Warner von Braun was not only uh, a Nazi scientist; he was SS as well. Like, and yeah. he also was a um, a doctor of some sort, and he did all kinds of uh, human experimentation. Wasn't some he? Cool uh, shit. Open, uh, thank worshiper? I don't know that he was, but they a lot of uh, Nazis were definitely um, pagan, like uh, occultists of some sort. You know. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, just a whole nother freaking game. Because that kind of thing is also very mixed up in NASA, uh, NASA. Is that all government? Yeah, all government, really, to be honest with you. But but uh, the occultism that's involved is really weird. And there's a lot of occultic symbols in space agencies, all the space agencies around the world. All agencies. Oh, well, yeah. But we're sticking with space right now. <laughs> Come on. We can't let them all into the, all of it right away, man.
1: Yeah. Can't. Don't, don't, uh, you know, yeah, we I need you guys later. to talk about other stuff later, so we don't want yeah, to. Talk
0: exactly, about and and this this is going to be uh, um, uh, part one of the series, <laughs> is what this is. Yeah, I'm just dropping hints on what's what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's good.
1: You know, but uh, what I was thinking of something a second ago, like you were talking about. Wait, you think? Yeah, sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> earlier, earlier I didn't think. Uh, I was laying up on the. Up on the bed, and my Shih tzu Schnauzer decided she'd get shitty with my Rottweiler. Now oh. I got about an inch and a half gash in my calf.
0: My God. Yeah, oh.
1: from, uh, I, I had to break them up, man. The Rottweiler said, now you've done this too many times to me. Now I'm going to whoop your ass. So that was, uh, I'm kind of, my, my left hand sore. My little toe on my right foot hurts like hell.
0: Damn
1: and uh, i got a big gash on my calf on my left leg i've got it butterflied up and wrapped so i don't never go to the hospital or anything but you don't need
0: to though my say the way i say it is you know rub some dirt on that shit take a knee and drink water you know
1: well i didn't rub no dirt on it i didn't think that would (laughs) probably be a good idea so i put some neosporin and i butterflied it and i wrapped it so that is That's not the first time I've been bit trying to break them up.
0: I bet not. I know. I know that they get into it quite a bit. Well, that's
1: that's crazy. Anyhow, so much for the dogs. The hard-headed German, you know, uh, because she won't release. But I finally got them separated.
0: Which one? they send a dog into space? Yeah, we did. (laughs) Allegedly, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. In my.
1: And monkey uh, they killed a dog and a monkey. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: you know they shoot a monkey up there every once in a while. I think too.
0: Yeah, but, well, they they shoot a lot of monkeys up there, like, yeah. from what they tell us. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. Look up. Uh, uh, look up. Um, the uh, Challenger astronauts are still alive.
1: Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, this is this is speculation. I'm not going to say that it's absolutely yeah. true, but there's you- a lot of evidence that this definitely suggests that it's a possibility. Yeah,
2: watch it, you know, come make your make your own decision.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. and you remember the challenger well enough, correct? Oh, absolutely. I was
1: I was sitting there watching it on TV. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, there, there's there's people uh, that are still alive today that uh, still believe 100% that the moon landing was real because they heard it on the radio or saw it on TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh might seem kind of strange to you, but I seen that on TV too. Yeah. I seen uh KFJ get shot on TV when it you happened. You saw him get No you didn't. You saw footage of it. No, dude. You live. Him... You didn't see it live. Well, no, I I guess Oh wait, were they I guess they might have been playing it live I don't know, somewhere somewhere? No, 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 no. Oh, it was played live, but I was only like, let's see. I was only like four or five, I think. Yeah, he was super young. Yeah. So, but uh,
0: I know that, that that was a really, you know, uh, that uh, shock to the earth, the, the, the entire, you know, plane of existence. I know that much. Everybody was shocked. Everybody in America was like huddled around their TVs and they're crying and, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a bad thing, man. Kennedy was well liked.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, after,
1: after some of
2: the things he said, if it would have been nowadays, the things that he said, everybody would have been like, oh, he's trying to get himself killed.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He well, didn't uh, like with Cuba and Russia, you know, when we put up the blockade, man, he says, you're not crossed in this line.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? More specifically about the uh, secret. Uh,
2: brotherhoods, the secret. What did he have? He, he
0: said uh, uh, we are today. uh Faced with a uh, man, I can't remember how it goes. Well, uh, why don't you put it on real quick? Just a little piece of it. Uh, I don't even know how to find it. Uh, just look up. Uh, um, uh, uh, we're faced with a ruthless conspiracy. Look up uh, uh, JFK um, talks conspiracy, and uh, he says he says basically we're we're faced with a, a, a conspiracy, a group of people that will stop at nothing. Um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but he's about to actually have it up right now. Um, Hold on one second. Uh, But yeah, it wasn't too, he didn't make it too long after that speech that he he was uh, uh, fascinated. And and like uh, we talked before about JFK briefly. And like I said, people will say, oh, this is why he got killed. Or this is why he got killed. And they'll mention you know, some event or something. It wasn't. I don't think there was a specific thing that got him killed. Um, it was a amalgamation of things. Um yeah. than, It wasn't
2: that. No, no, was, well, that's what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, there's there's a speech right there. Are you sure? I don't know. Better this.
0: Tell me if you can hear this, uh, Phil. All right. Policy, which has been the subject of a
3: good deal of discussion, acrimony, and controversy the wages and yeah. price and fox. Now I know there are some people who say that this isn't any business of the president of the United States. This is. And it. Uh, that uh, what uh, and who believe that the president of the United States should be the honorary chairman of a great fraternal organization and confine himself to ceremonial functions. That isn't what the Constitution says. And I did not run uh, for president of the United States to fulfill that. Uh, Office in that way. Harry Truman once said, "There are okay, yeah, 14 is... or 15 million Americans who have the resources to have representatives in Washington to
0: yes, protect their it. interests." That's it right there. Here it is. And that this is a speech I was talking about. All right.
1: I can't hear it.
0: Yes, yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen,
3: the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society, and we are as a people inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. Wow. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control and no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned. No rumor is printed. No secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny
0: And the response. And of our citizens. There it is. Yep. I didn't want to keep on going too far, but that was the main point. In- wow. Yeah. What, what a, a moving speech, too. And how how true up until today.
1: Yeah. You know, they talk about secret societies. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're talking about my group.
0: Uh, yeah, I hate to say it, man. <laughs> I hate to say it. But uh, I can tell you this, you know, I um, yeah and and you know there's you know i've got family members that were deep into that too um it's so all
1: most all your family members are masons huh? or eastern stars
0: yeah, i know and uh y- you know but this is what i can say is that this is a this that kind of organization is a need to know type basis it's a uh, it's a um a compartmentalized yeah only only the certain people um reaching the top are the ones who, uh, slowly, the, as, as, you know, as you start to get to the top, they're the ones who know what's really going on. And then when you, it gets more and more, uh, they, they know more and more of the higher it goes, you know, Absolutely. it's basically a top-down type, uh, pyramid, you know? Yeah. You
1: go to uh 32nd degree or yeah. 33rd.
0: 33rd is the highest known that, you know, the, the well, 30, I think 33rd
1: or 34th, I think 34th is an honorary degree.
0: No, well, thir- I, I know the th- 33rd is the one that, that, as far as the public knows, that's the highest you can get.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I doubt it goes any higher than 33.3. 3. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. There that's... you go. So um, um,
0: I, I actually have a copy of, uh, uh, have you ever heard of Albert Pike's book of morals and dogma? No. Man, as uh, you know, being involved with Masons, that sounds very strange because. He's known as the Grand Master Mason, Albert Pike is. Yeah. And you the know, book of Dogma, I'm probably not supposed to have that book. Um, or, you know, it's not nothing that'd be illegal, but I, I'm sure that the peop- uh, people that are involved with Freemasonry would rather not, somebody like myself, rather not, they'd rather me not, not have that. that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They just, you know, uh, when it comes to that, um, you know, we just market us as. You know, hearsay, or you know, they're uh, people that are uh, guessing at what goes on and what happens.
0: Yeah, who people but like myself,
1: like you, and anybody else.
0: Yeah, that's well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's
1: in the organization.
0: That's just like, uh, for instance, like the mainstream media. You know. Get, yeah. get a hold of something that people are talking about and if, it's a crazy conspiracy theory
1: yeah
2: there you go
0: history and uh you know 33
2: 33rd degree, degree masons and see the stuff that they've written mm-hmm. and the things that they supported yep there's a lot and, of and stuff literature. like
0: that <clears throat> you know it's uh it's it becomes very evident pretty uh, crazy you know because you, you've got uh you've got uh, orson wells um was it? it was orson wells um um, you got, uh, who is it that, uh, wrote brave new world. That was, um, uh, dang it, man. I can't remember his being name. Uh, ah, uh,
1: that'll come to you.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it'll come eventually, but, uh, yeah. um, damn. It. Okay. But uh, there
1: yeah. were, there were, um, I mean the list of people that are masons is you know some people don't realize uh all the famous people uh, Oh yeah it's a lot, lot. Of people that are masons and yeah
0: so- they don't a lot of people don't realize how how much influence that masonry freemasonry has on on uh, especially in this well I can't say especially in this country because it is uh, international but um there's a lot of influence in a lot of different ways like uh Oh yeah Hell, uh, um, MTV first started um, a lot of people say that M actually stands for Mason
1: yeah well I, I'm not sure about that
0: oh yeah of course not but if you look into it um, it's kind of funny that they are, they are uh, their building is um, and was uh, a um, Freemason Lodge oh okay And still have the black and white checkerboard floor and uh, they still used a lot of uh, Freemason symbolism um you know the the all-seeing eye um you know uh pyramids uh the
1: plum the level the square the
0: plum level and uh yeah yeah so. all that uh um, you know there's a lot of masons that are involved in all aspects of uh you know uh, media and uh movies and government Music and government oh yeah of course government I mean you know you know
1: so that, all, yeah.
0: all astronauts all astronauts are all masons
1: yeah all so of them. it's pretty it's it's all oh, it goes back to i think before the 1300s oh uh,
0: it goes back before that i'm sure they they uh, uh, if i'm not mistaken they say the that they're, uh well the, the nice nice templar was that was uh created Three. to to protect it right but uh they say that their their knowledge goes back to uh that of ancient egypt and even beyond. Yeah. Back to that of Samaria and, you know. Well,
1: Solomon's tomb and, and, um, um, that is just a bunch of stuff. But anyhow, well, you know, I feel like we did a pretty good show tonight. So,
0: yeah, we made it 41 minutes and we didn't jump around on a whole bunch of stuff. Not too bad. I've got to, I've got to go put, put my dogs to bed. Wait, no, no, Manly P. Hall. He was another 33rd Degree Mason. That's not the one I was thinking of, though, that wrote Brave New World. Uh, Anyways, yeah, go ahead. You can put your dogs to bed. I appreciate you having us on. Hey, I
1: I appreciate you guys taking the time again. Um, uh, I I called up MMC, but him was too tired.
0: Oh. Yeah. Aldous Huxley is the writer of Brave New World. He was a 33rd Degree Mason. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I might have to read that book it's pretty cool. Um, it's very interesting. Um, and, uh, uh, I don't know if you've read 1984. Um, that was also, uh, another, uh, really, cr- uh, crazy book. And it, it also talks about the, uh, um, authoritarianism that's, you know, supposedly going to happen in the future and what they thought was the future is 1984. Yeah. That was George Orwell, George Orwell. I don't know what the hell
1: was. Something Oh, was. okay. No, I don't know anything about that.
0: But Oh, man, you ought to read it. George, yeah. man, George Orwell was a 33rd degree Mason as well. And if, if you read it, you'd be like, oh, that sounds just like yeah." what's going <laughs> on today. Yeah, you know, the Big Brother is Always Watching type uh, thing. You've heard that before.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Big Brother was was from that book. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, like, uh, you know, people in my uh, age category and around that uh, Um would have had to read this in high school probably
2: yeah you'd read it and you'd think that it was the uh the uh, uh playbook for for what's going on what's right going now. on right now yeah uh-huh. yeah
1: it could be
0: oh yeah. i'm sure it was i mean like uh, you know these people will put they'll put out their uh it's almost like the devil has to tell you what he's up to before he starts he being does. up to it he does yeah and uh, you know then uh so it could be a, a comedy you. show or a movie or could be There's also a quote from a, a, a Freemason I can't remember who it was but basically he said uh you know we've wrote multiple books about what we're up to uh, but the american people don't read you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying like <laughs> there you go <laughs> I haven't heard that one <laughs> yeah. anyway right, you guys you guys yeah, have you a good night you,
1: you, you too man all right appreciate y'all being on and, uh, oh, rude dog, rude, 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 rude. rude dog podcast. All right. Well, you guys be good, and I'll be hollering at you.
3: All yep. right. Take
1: man. All right, bro. Bye later.